Wally Zerbiak, I've had enough, okay? I have to watch the Knicks pregame, and I have to watch you talk about what a great shooter you are. You played your entire NBA career off of the New York Knicks, never a Nick. And yet, every day, every day, I'm such a big Knicks fan. I love the Knicks. I've had enough. You have 99. You know how miserable 2000 to 2009 was to be a Knicks fan. You, you don't think we could have used a shooter somewhere in there, Wally? I'll give him. I'll give him the first couple of years. You, you go where you're drafted. The guy played in 2006 and 2007 for the Boston Celtics. Okay. The Knicks' biggest rival. This guy's a piece of crap. I know you blocked me on Twitter, Wally. I know you blocked me. <laughs> Listen, man. Everyone listening to this podcast right here, just go find at Wally Ball and please tweet him, never a Nick, because this guy's a disgrace. I've had enough of Zerbiak. You guys with me? I, I, can we do something else? Zerbiak make, makes Sean, me Sean, sick. Sean, was Wally ever on the Knicks, though? Check his career. Two. <laughs> 1999 to 2009, guy was a second-round pick out of Miami, Ohio, played zero games on the Knicks, and he's chanting and chatting every every week, oh, I love the Knicks, I'm a New Yorker, I'm a New Yorker. You know who could have used a shooter in 2005, Wally? The Knicks, 2006, the Knicks, 2007, the Knicks, 2008, 2009. The Knicks could have used a lot of good play from Wally Zerbiak. What we get? We got nothing, Wally. Got him as a booth guy, though. Oh, great. We get his analysis. I was a great NBA shooter for the Boston Celtics. Jesus Christ. And welcome to the Bet Against Us podcast. <laughs> That's my buddy Sean Siegel ranting about Wally Zerbiak across from Never me. Kyle Never a Never a Nick. Kyle, how do you feel about Wally Zerbiak? Uh, Wally Zerbiak, as my good friend Sean put it, was hashtag never a Nick. Hashtag never a Nick. All right, guys, we're going to start off tonight. We're going to get into some football games, the five favorite games of the week. Uh, and then we'll get into some, some Knicks talks. We'll talk about why Kyle wants to kill himself this week. And uh, it's going to be a good show. Uh, to start off the week, we'll start with the Thursday night game, a local game here. The Jets against the Bills. Currently, two and a half points being given to the Bills. Let's start off with Kyle. What do you think? Well, you know, obviously I'm biased here. Uh, let me just say I love Rex Ryan. Start off with that. I think he's a top ten coach in the NFL. I miss him so much. It's just it's really sad for me. So it's hard for me to approach this game. <laughs> You know, with any amount of objectivity. But that being said, you know, the New York Jets are a better team than the Buffalo Bills on a neutral field. Every player healthy, all that stuff. The fact that they're only getting two and a half at home, I would absolutely bet the Jets if I weren't a Jets fan. If you, yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, yeah, he is a Jets fan, so yeah, I'm a Jets fan, so I know how <laughs> they just fuck things up so often. You know, you don't bet on a Jets as a Jets fan. But, no, absolutely. I mean, Fitzpatrick looked good last week. Um, the defense is, is just better. I don't, I don't think the Bills... Well this, well, this pick's gone exactly as we expected. Uh, Jets 9-4 and four against the spread against division rivals, though, in the last three years. That's a pretty fun fact. So the Yeah, well, a lot of that has to do with the close games against the Pats. I mean, yeah. Jets play... And they, they beat the shit out of the Dolphins when they're underdogs. Jets play a division tight. Yeah, it's true. And all those games against the Pats, the Pats are always like seven-point favorites. And the, and the Jets, Jets always cover. They, they can keep it close. Always cover against um, the Pats. And the I, Bills also one in six yeah. against the spread after a win against a division rival. Now, you know, maybe they give you so much in one game, do they have enough left, especially on a short, uh, short turnaround? Here's the thing with the, with the Bills. Like, this team is night and day when Tyrod Taylor's yeah. in there and when E.J. Manuel is in there. It's exactly. crazy. I mean, different, it, you different see Different ballgame. Right, exactly. Totally you see different them, ball You see them lose really bad games. And EJ Manuel's in there, and I guess that makes sense. Any team is going to lose poorly when EJ Manuel's in there, but it seems like when Taylor's in there, 
the defense even plays better. It's like the whole team knows, oh, we have a chance to win. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm, I'm looking at this game. I don't know why. I think I think Rex is going to sweep the Jets this year. I think I got like I like Buffalo big in this game. I like I like taking Buffalo with the points and. I think part of it is because Wally Zerbiak is probably a Jets fan, <laughs> so I don't want to be anywhere near Wally Zerbiak's pick. He's no, a New Yorker. No, it's true. I agree completely. I'm with the Bills. You have to take. If, I, I hopefully you get this line to three by the way. By the time the weekend comes and you take the Bills in this, yeah, Jets yeah. fans getting overly confident. You still have Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, Fitzpatrick's a top five quarterback yeah. at DPOA. You guys remember? You guys probably remember Rex Ryan. Hang on, Fitzpatrick's been great this year. Let's not knock Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick's not the problem with the Jets. Injuries, if there's anything, injuries are the problem with the Jets. Well, that, that's, uh, yeah. that's all over football, man. That's, yeah. The <laughs> Jets, the only team. What, what are you Come talking on, about? Man. Fifth overall. Yeah. And yeah. Check, check it. Well, remember these quarterbacks that Rex Ryan's defense beat in the playoffs? Peyton Manning, Tom Brady. You think he's, you think he's looking at Ryan Fitzpatrick and thinking, oh, man, oh, i got to really prepare oh, for no. Ryan Fitzpatrick. I think Come with on, Fitzpatrick, is the guy's arm great? No. But no, is, is he no. the smartest quarterback he's doing, in the NFL? He's doing the job. He's the smartest quarterback in the NFL. Oh, and he has a broken hand. And he's not the smartest quarterback in the NFL. He has the highest Wonderlick test ever in the history of the yeah. NFL. Yeah. You know, you know what? He went to Harvard as an engineer. No else scored quarterback. higher in the Wonderlick? Wally Zerbiak. So I put <laughs> nothing into that test. Where did Carson Palmer go? He uh, was he high on that USC? Oh yeah, he was a USC guy. No, but he which well he invested money and made like 140 millions his, his yeah, first two right, years yeah. in the NFL while getting a master's. You know, not for nothing. Everyone wants to praise Carson Palmer for that. That was in real estate, and that was in like 2005. By the way, that's, Carson Palmer's investments sank the economy in 08. Let's just keep that in mind. We can move on, but Palmer's um, not that smart. Ryan Fitzpatrick is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eighth in DVOA. So, okay. so who well, does that really Kyle's say? first overestimating. So Kyle's time. taking the Jets. I'm taking the Bills. Who are you going with? Brian? I'm absolutely taking the Bills. All right, Kyle, Kyle's going lone wolf on this one, huh? Uh, you know, we want to bring up the over over under is 55. You said it was absurd. Why do you think it's absurd? For the Kyle? Patriots Giants game. Oh, all right. Let's get right into that game then. I yeah. started off the wrong way. We'll all right, so we're going into the my one of my locks of the week because this game is this spread is wrong. Yeah, uh, minus seven to the Pats going against the New York Giants. Uh, Sean Sutter's off. Is is anyone watching the Giants this year? People are just giving the Giants a lot of credit for teams in two thousand seven and two thousand eleven. What they did, completely different team. The Gi- New York Giants don't have one game with a running back with a hundred yards. Yeah, not to mention those past the the, the uh, you know they can't welcome, rush the, the how can you beat the anymore. Patriots welcome if they're to gonna the have the ball in 2015 though welcome to the NFL they have three different running backs that each do different things yeah and not very well <laughs> so <laughs> I mean yeah I mean you have Shane Vereen. that's like the only running back you trust there the, the Pats are gonna be a hell of a team to beat this year you gotta do three things to beat the Pats one. Got to attack Brady. You got to be able to. And they don't have it. They don't have it That's that used to be the staple of the team. Two, you got to be able to run the ball to keep the ball away from Brady. They Who's can't your biggest fear? Pierre Paul with a big boxing glove on his hand. Yeah, and the the only thing that they do well is, I think they can attack the Pats' corners with Odell Beckham and Ruben Randall. But I mean, they yeah. do one of three things. You probably have to do to beat the Patriots. It's probably going to be I, I like New England thirty four twenty something like that. Like around the, around those lines, I like I like New England by a couple touchdowns here. Yeah, I think they're completely fine. What's your argument for them, Kyle? My argument, okay. Well, number one, the Giants just play the Patriots well. You can't discount this. I yeah, mean, when Tom, they ha- when they can Tom, rush the quarterback, Tom, Tom Coughlin and Eli Manning have things against the Patriots. Here, here's a stat for you: 
Since January 1st, 2008, the New England Patriots have beaten every single team in the NFL, with the exception of the Giants. Number two. Wait, hold on. Since when? Since January 1st, 2008. New England oh. Patriots have beaten 30 teams in the NFL. The 31st team is the Giants. Yeah, but how many times have they played in that time period? The well, two Super Bowls? the Super Bowls, like two other times. I, I mean, it counts. What do you, I mean, the Giants have played this team close. Even in 2007 when the Pats went undefeated, everyone, everyone talks about the Giants beating the Pats in that Super Bowl. What no one talks about is the Giants losing by, like, four points against the Patriots in the last game of that season. That's right. But and that lost. sort of gave the Giants – well, you know, it gave the Giants – They would cover here. But. Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. You mean when no, they had ball, a second. D-line? Second. Yeah. No, I don't think you can discount the fact that Tom Coughlin just seems to have Belichick's number. And I don't know why. Are the Patriots a better team? Sure. Is Belichick a better coach? Sure. Is Tom Brady a better quarterback than Eli Manning? Yes. Number two, I think the Pats – Losing Deion Lewis is going to hurt this team more than people think because it now becomes a very vertical, predictable offense in the sense that you don't have that pocket knife guy in the backfield. LeGarrette Blount can't catch things. Yeah, but Brandon Bur- uh, Bolden was serviceable in years past. I don't think he's going to be a stud. I don't know about sir. Uh, you know, I mean, he was an average backup running back. Uh, he had his moments where he had some big games. I wouldn't just compl- – don't get me wrong. I, I agree that Lewis is a big, uh, you know, a big I mean, disadvantage. The Giants' best pass rusher has, like – you ever seen the, the guy from Scary Movie 2? He has, like, three fingers and, like, he's got gum as a thumb. Oh, it's my like, serving hand. <laughs> yeah, but he is back, you know? He's back. <laughs> he's back. And I thought he looked good. He's, yeah. yeah he, he was able to get around the... Really, yeah. sometimes it's all the yeah, was You force a quarterback to move. He's using, to make a uh, that he Jay- yeah. he's using Jamie Lannister's golden hands as a pass rusher. <laughs> <laughs> he looked great. Uh, okay. Uh, so, no. Do I expect the Giants to win? No. But, I mean, look. Giants are getting seven points at home. Teams that are underdogs at home cover like 54% of the time. Teams that are underdogs by a touchdown are more covered by 54% of the time. I didn't want to spend the $200 to figure out how often teams that are home dogs by seven points are more covered, but I'm sure it's pretty high. I, I think that... <laughs> I think the Giants... Limited research brought to you by Kyle McGinnis. I think the Giants lose here, but lose by like three. I think it's a great game just because these games, these two teams, it's just always been great. Man, Kyle Owen too already this week. It's going to be a rough week. So so Brian and I are going against Kyle again then. All right. uh, We're both on the pass. But no, I mean, let's let's talk about the over-under because the over-under on this game is fucking 55 points. Which I think that's big. about. I think that's about right, though. That, that's big. I mean, that's that's predicting a team to win like thirty-one to twenty-five. Yeah, I mean, I had thirty-four twenty, so fifty-four. That's. I think that's about right. I think a couple teams who can score. Beckham's explosive. He'll probably have a, right. a big play at some point. But it's also one of those lines where it's like so high that you're just like, gotcha, I gotcha, <laughs> Vegas, you idiots, and all of a sudden it's just like at half they've already covered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do we? I mean, you know, let's. let's I think uh, I, honestly, I think that's predicting that. The Pats are going to score a touchdown every single play, which oh, they right. probably will. Isn't By the way, they've only they still have that streak going, where they uh, scored in every quarter besides the first quarter of the first game. It's insane. Mm. It's an insane stat. That is crazy. Uh, sorry, my phone's going up. Uh, all right, uh, and then let's uh, talk about Deion Lewis. Do we want to go into fantasy? Who do you want, James White or Bolden? That's a good question. Well, you, you took Wes Welker this week, Brian, oh, yeah. in, our, in our league. So dude, I, I put in a, I, dude, I put, I put in a claim for uh, White. I don't understand. Maybe I like put in the Welker one first. Yeah. Isn't, isn't the fact that they're letting Wes Welker play football? I don't, I don't think you should play. Like, they shouldn't put this guy on the field. I He's agree. He's 20 concussions. It's, it's incredible. They're yeah, doing him a disservice. <laughs> 
you know, football has this PR problem, and they just, you know, you have Greg Hardy still playing yeah. for the Cowboys. I, They're throwing Wes Welker out there with, like, you know, just a glazed look in his eyes. I think there's now. a lot of soft, softer guys in the league than there used to be, but this is a situation where he just shouldn't play with that, like, the concussion injury. No. You, can't, you can't play after 15 concussions no. or whatever you have. Ask, it's you can't play. Talk to Wanker Bennett about waking up every morning with a <laughs> migraine and just forgetting things. Listen to play. Aikman on Fox, and you'll know that you can't play after more than five <laughs> concussions. <laughs> It's pretty clear. Uh, it's so funny. not good. Um, but I, I think I'd probably, I guess, if I want one guy, I'll take Bolden because Bolden, I think, is a better pass catcher than White. And you know, Blount, Blunt right now is the guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, glad to have right. Blunt in the flex because you're just going to pound the rock now. You can almost say that he was the running back. I mean, yeah. Deion Lewis is more of the exciting. By the way, he was on pace to have a better season than Sproles has ever had, which is pretty nuts. Because mm-hmm. Darren Sproles has been awesome for so long. Yeah. Uh, well, since we were just talking about concussions, let's go right into the other concussion, the concussion, of, concussion of the week. <laughs> uh, and that is the Minnesota Vikings sponsored, going... Sponsored by Bud Light. <laughs> That's Raiders, man. Playing Raiders at home. Raiders are minus three at home. And uh, we'll start off with the Raiders fan. Hey, I'm, I'm going... I'm, Two weeks in a row? I don't think I've bet on the Raiders two weeks in a row since I was, like, not supposed to be betting. <laughs> like, like, fifth grade. I'll, t- I'll take the Raiders to your minus three because you have two guys in the secondary, TJ Carey and Nate Allen coming back. And to, what did they give up? 284 yards. Oh, yeah. They look terrible. Top ten receiving game ever. They kept the changing. They t- kept changing the backs on him and couldn't do anything. Yeah, no, nothing. All injured. Everyone in this. Everyone who was watching the whole game knew that there was going to be a screen to Antonio Brown. Everyone except David Amerson on the other side. <laughs> and it's just like, oh great, there's there's another eighty yard game for Brown. I mean, I mean, he's just you know you can't stop Antonio Brown. Yeah, yeah I, he's so good. Murray's supposed to play. I think I think that they'll be able to. You know, Minnesota's got really good defense, but on the road, I think. Carr's been playing so well. Carr's so good. He's thrown four touchdowns. Talking about it, Carr is twice and then three touchdowns. He's got eleven touchdowns in the last three weeks. Yeah. Uh, Can their run defense stop Adrian Peterson? Do they have the best one-two combo receiver in the league right now? Cooper and Crabtree. Crabtree looks like he the guy he was supposed to be. Like I thought he was done when the Raiders got him. Like this guy's not gonna be able to do anything. But. Carl uh, yeah. you have something working now. Maybe last week. I don't think you haven't made that claim this quick. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Cooper. And Crabtree looks like what 49ers fans were praying for before they just got a complete dud. <laughs> um, but, uh, all right. But, Kyle, who are you, you taking? I'm taking Raiders. Raiders are going to destroy the Vikings. Oh, my God. Raiders are going to destroy the Vikings. Uh, regardless Kyle of Kyle always picks against the Raiders, too. So he, no, I'm a, dude, I'm a, belie- <laughs> I'm a car believer. I'm a car believer. The, I mean, like you mentioned, Sean, he's got all these touchdowns the last few weeks. He's just had a great year. You know, all these rookie quarterbacks, even these young quarterbacks, you see analysts discussing mm-hmm. what's, you know, the NFL is a quarterback problem. The young guys aren't yeah. coming through. I, Derek Carr is making the leap right now into, yeah. like, really trustable, big Gun type guy, and you know, uh, no one's talking about. It. I'm, I'm all in on the Raiders. I think, I th- Teddy I Bridgewater, like regardless of whether Bridgewater plays, Bridgewater is like the opposite of Derek Carr. 
Bridgewater's like the Marco Rubio of quarterbacks in the NFL. <laughs> Just because it's like this totally media thing. Like Marco Rubio was at like 9%. They were like, Marco Rubio's rising. He's shooting up the polls. And now he's Young and exciting. And, and he's Hispanic. Like, dude, yeah. You know, going into the season, I was like, Bridgewater's not Hispanic, but. <laughs> that I've been, not yet. I keep yeah, telling myself that I'm going to like, all right, I got it. The Vikings are for real. I got to take them now. And all of a sudden, I get ready to pick them. And I'm just like, ah. I, I think Maybe if Bridgewater was healthy. If Bridgewater was healthy, I'm probably I think the Vikings them. are a good team at home. I, they're 4-0 Can the home, Raiders stop but Adrian Peterson? Yes. Comes out? yes. They're a good run defense. It doesn't I, matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter if they do. I, I think he'll get about 90, 100 yards. I think. Give but him, I, I, don't think, I don't think he'll, he'll kill them. Like, he, I don't think he's going 150. Like, D'Angelo Williams killed them last week because the Raiders just had the – you know, everyone focusing on Antonio Brown, so they were able to gash him in the run game. But I don't, th- I don't think that they're going to run the ball at at Oakland. The Raiders, the front seven's pretty good. They got a couple guys in the secondary back. We'll see. I, I, I like the Raiders here. I like them twenty-seven twenty at home. Like them by a touchdown. Like yeah, I'm taking the Raiders. I so, like Raiders. Like, Raiders sweep. Oh my uh, god. I mean Raiders like twenty-four to. Man, 10. who would have been saying that before the season started? Um. <laughs> Another game we got to next, Arizona Cardinals at the Seahawks. The Cardinals are getting three points, which everyone you should like. I mean, the Seattle's not the same team, but I don't know. I think Carson Palmer, you're getting three points with Carson Palmer. On the road, the Seattle team isn't what they used to be. Yeah. How, like, I don't know. Like, it's going to be a good game. I, I, I can't know. wait to I I like can't Se- wait. I like game. Seattle in this game. I think Seattle, you know, Marshawn Lynch – is kind of getting back into it. In the first month of September, he only ran. He, was, he wasn't healthy. He only ran for 120 yards. He wasn't really that healthy in October. He ran for twice that. He ran about for 250 yards. So I think they're kind of finding who they are. Yeah, Russell Wilson, he made two Super Bowls. He's a good quarterback. I think the core of the team, though, and what they want to do on offense is Marshawn Lynch. Absolutely, I agree. And I think I think he's ready to rock. I think they're they'll be able to hand the ball to him twenty five yeah. times. Well, it's that that puts, uh, pushes towards this. The last three seasons, the uh, Seahawks are six and one against the spread between week ten and thirteen. Oh. This is when this team comes alive. Yeah, I, they weren't dominant teams the, the other seasons when they made the Super Bowl. They weren't. They were in middle uh, tier that's, position. Each actually, year. that's not that's true. a lot the of the better teams. That just get last year they were better. The, the, year, the year they won, they had a historically great defense. Like that defense statistically is the top ten defense of all time. Yes, but were this they were they winning good. every game before then? They got hot at the end of the season. Won Twelve games in the hardest division in the NFL at that time. You know. Now that being said, yeah. let me let you know. That being said, they're four and four. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's what we should Seattle at home. Right. Seattle at home. The way they play, it's kind of like Minnesota is trying to play the same style. Teams that can run and play defense and don't have to rely on the quarterback to go in and win a game. I like I like the way you that beat, they play at home. Okay They're just teams. all excited. No, you beat okay teams. You don't beat great teams, and the Cardinals might be a great team. Number one, I mean, Chris Johnson is like. Well, if they're going to be a great team, they got to win this game. Right. Well, this is the game they got to. I, I guess I don't know what to make of both teams. Cardinals seem to really beat up on Patsies, so it's like a little hard to separate how much of it is the Cardinals being great, how much of it is their opponents. But Chris Johnson's like a top three running back in the NFL in yards, which no, no one's talking about. Carson Palmer looks like better than he has <laughs> no ever one's looked in his about life. Me. The guy that got shot in the offseason. <laughs> bullet in the shoulder. <laughs> and here he is. He's killing uh, Johnson, the, the rookie running back there, is yeah. incredible catching the ball in the backfield. You know, I, I just I, – I like to – like I was saying in life, it's not mine. I forget where I heard it. This isn't his when someone <laughs> When someone shows you who they are, believe them. 
Like, when NFL teams show you who they are, believe them. And the Seahawks have shown that they're an okay team that can win close against okay teams. And the Cardinals have shown that they're a really fucking good team. The defense continues to be good again and again, even as they lose guys every year. And the offense is, like, one of the most potent in the NFL. And what and what team that wins 13-12 to 12 over the Cowboys in the yeah, last the two NFL. games ago are we saying is going to, you know, cover against the Cardinals? I, I like them, I, I, I like It's nuts that we believe in this believe much, I just, I'm going... I'm done, I'm done believing. They're 2-5 and five against there the spread is. this year. That's yeah. nuts. I'm done believing Brian's in this Brian's off the Hawks. But the Cardinals, I'm on the Hawks. Yeah, the, Cardinal, on, the Cardinals owe me about $500 <laughs> at the moment, so I'm... Uh, Bitter better right there. That's a bitter better. Uh, I'm going, uh, Brian's bitter better of the week. I'm taking the Cardinals. <laughs> All right, I'm taking the Hawks. I'm taking 28-17 Seattle. I think, oh, I think, Christ. I think they're there's going. no way Seattle scores 28 points. If Seattle wins this I game, like it's it. like they're just score. They're going to, and they're going to score on defense too. <laughs> I'm going to say, they're I'm going to pick off Palmer for six. My, uh, my prediction is that the Cardinals win this game and goofy. Palmer goes down in the fourth quarter. Oh, that'd be brutal. And the season's Arizona. over like again, it always again. is for the Cardinals. Yeah, that's, just, that's my prediction. No, this is I, the game Palmer goes down. My Shoulder injury my prediction, in the that's fourth. That's a big prediction. Uh, if you, could, you should find the odds on that. <laughs> <Yeah>, <laughs> that's a prop bet for this week. Yeah. Um, my prediction is like Cardinals blow them out. The Cardinals are coming off by. Cardinals are going to go in there. They're going to just finally erase once and for all this idea of the 12th man making the Seahawks invisible. And they're going to really expose the Seahawks as a team that might miss the playoffs this year. People aren't taking this seriously. And it's time they do. Uh, since you mentioned the bye, a little uh, fun fact about that. Cardinals, in the last three seasons, 0-2 after their bye. Seahawks are 3-1. and Which I guess that I, I guess that stat covers the playoffs, that they have a bye week in the playoffs. Mm. Right? Yeah. Is that the only thing? Like, well, it has to be. Yeah, I guess. four and <laughs> three years. That's like one of those stats I looked up, and I was like, this is wrong, these idiots. And then I was like, wait, these... Guys know everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I mean, how much can you put into such a small sample size? I, I take nothing from that. And the last three seasons? Yeah. Well, teams win off buys. Teams lose. Do you off want? Buys. Do you Not want? Do you what want are they a... doing? Wait, what are the Cardinals doing that they don't win after buys? Is Bruce Arians like fucking sending the guys home to eat Chinese food for two weeks? Uh, I don't know, but no, I think Chinese he's food. going along if, if there's Chinese food involved. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all, Bruce. Uh, what I think is probably one of the most interesting games of this week in terms of the spread. I've gone both. I flip flopped on this many times already. The Chiefs at the Broncos. Chiefs getting six points. Wow. Which is interesting. Demarcus Ware's out. Talib suspended. Mm. What happens here? Let's go with you, Kyle. Uh, I have no idea. I have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> good. I, I mean, good. Yes. I'll admit that, man. I don't know what to make of the Chiefs. I don't know what to make of the Broncos. And I have no fucking idea what's going to happen when they play each other. You know, six points seems to be kind of a large-ish spread. So I guess if I were betting on the game, if I had to bet on the game, I'd go Chiefs. But I, I have no idea. Yeah. I have I, no clue. I think we're, you know, we might. I don't know. <laughs> are we? When are we going to finally learn who the Broncos are? How do they have that huge week against the Packers? And then just shit the bed against the Colts. Doesn't yeah, I still I have no idea how they lost that game. Yeah, that was like my lock last week. I was just like, you're a fucking oh, idiot. Dude, I mean, you spent like five board. minutes on the podcast. Oh yeah, I was so yeah. excited. Yeah. I was so excited. And like <laughs> Andrew Luck's like, by the way, I'm competent. I'm hurt. Uh, I you know I was I was all in on the Chiefs on this. You know I had mentioned that uh, 
Talib was out to our buddy Corey, and all of a sudden he's like, yeah, but they don't throw the ball anyway. But then I realized, like, if, on those little screens, like, Talib's the type of corner that's, like, Not jump fast. He can snag that for a pick six right. easily. That's true. Like, that's where you want him. Like, yeah. he'll just Harris jump around. Harris is still a really good corner. That's he's true. a top Harris corner. Wasn't well, Brandon – the defense is banged up as a whole. Isn't Brandon Marshall hurt, too? The linebacker. <coughs> is Marshall out? I'm what? not sure. Uh, no, no. Uh, you know, he might be. That whole team's hurt. Is there now, that being out? said, the Chiefs, I, I don't know. I, you know, Peyton Manning has thrown at least one interception in every game this year. And that's weird, really weird to say because it's Peyton Manning. And even, you know, other than his rookie year, you don't, you don't expect this guy to throw a ton of interceptions. And, you know, I think I think Denver's going to find a way to win the game by a field goal with their defense. But the Chiefs are a type of team. If, team, if you turn over the ball against them, you know, Alex Smith is – He's not. He's not going to get you a lot of touchdown drives. They get a lot of field goals. They can keep some possession drives going. Oh, it's going to be a battle for field possession the entire yeah. game. He'll keep them in the game. It's going to be where did you get the ball? That depends if you get points. Yeah. yeah. And in a game like that, I guess you like the team that's getting six points. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll I'll take the Chiefs. Even, even if Alex Smith is not throwing three down yards. Take yeah. take Denver twenty to seventeen. I'll give me give me the Chiefs with the points. Six six points on the. And on then the you and then and then you look at started looking at the stats of of them against the spread and you start feeling terrible. Uh, so the Chiefs three and five against the spread, Denver five and two against the spread. It's a uh, road underdog. The Chiefs are zero and two against the spread this year. Everything points to the Chiefs losing this game. I'm gonna go with the know. Chiefs. Uh, sounds, sounds good. Uh, Scott, what's your bet? I'll go, I'll go Chiefs. I'm not confident. Uh, I'll go Chiefs. Oh God, I was so confident in the Chiefs earlier. How? <laughs> uh, I you know you just watch the team play and it's like it's like an offense <laughs> that you used to see in 1997. Okay. Uh, God damn it. Um, yeah, I'm going Chiefs. <laughs> We're all going Chiefs. I have no. I don't. I don't know. I just. I just see this as a game that they slip up on, and hopefully they do, so the Bengals can get that two seed. Which is kind of pathetic that I'm already giving up against the Patriots. <laughs> yeah, well, it's just like they're like they're seven percent chance to go. No, no, I mean, yeah, buddy, Giants, Giants might beat the Pats this week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the only two games on New England's schedule I think they could lose is, is at Denver or, or at the Jets at the end of the year. Yeah, that's it, really. Yeah, they're not losing. Other than that, I mean, definitely I, not losing against Giants. I think they have another road game at Houston somewhere in there, but Houston doesn't have a quarterback. And oh, Houston's trash. Houston's yeah, garbage. no, no Foster. They're they're not they're not the Texans of, of a couple of years ago. Kyle, so, I don't see it. Kishon, did you notice on Kyle's notes he wrote, "Is Andy Reid an underrated quarterback or a coach?" No. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 hang on. <laughs> That's terrible. No, are you kidding me? How the fuck are we talking Chiefs from the playoffs this year when Alex Smith is their quarterback and they're missing Jamal Charles? Their entire offense was Jamal Charles. They're three and five, Kyle. Well, it's I mean, like still, still in the playoff race. We're still talking about them. We just picked them against the Broncos. All three of us. <laughs> yeah, but against we, the team well, that we didn't pick them to win the game. Yeah, we didn't pick them to win the game. That's a big difference. We I'm still picking. I would pick Broncos. We picked them to lose. I think I yeah that's a that's a big difference. I didn't what say Chiefs. That, what does that say? I can't name a single player that I like on the Chiefs, and yet they seem to be. In they have Dwayne Bowe had one Houston. good fantasy season for me. <laughs> their, their defense is loaded. Yeah, their defense is great. Oh, yeah, Houston, 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 Got it. <laughs> I went to think about what we're going to next, and I thought, did you just take the Chiefs? 
We're all in the Chiefs. Uh, there's one more game I want to get into. I want to talk about Carolina, Tennessee. Tennessee covering, in fact, winning the game outright against the Saints last week. Uh, playing against Carolina. Carolina's on the road. They're five-and-a-half-point favorites to win the game. Can Tennessee cover this game? What's well, I know. I mean, as someone that picked Tennessee last week, let me tell you this. It's the Panthers that was very gonna, smug of you. Panther, <laughs> well, that was the joke. The Panthers <laughs> are going to beat the shit out of the Titans this week. Like, three of the Titans' touchdowns last week came on absolute bullshit. Yeah. It, I, it just, it's just like only... No that's way. all they score on. Yeah, it's touchdowns you get against the Saints. There was one catch sense. where it was like bobbled three times in the end zone. It's absurd. No, that, that, no that, that, that line's going to be... I think that line's up to seven by the by the weekend. What is it right now? It's at five and a half. Five See, and a half. Vegas, the, Vegas doesn't like... Vegas has something against the Panthers this year. Uh... I, I I think that they're undefeated. They have a fucking nuclear yeah, weapon. They're eight, eight and zero, oh, six and two against the spread. I think the thing that comes in there is that you're you also like Vegas sets lines based off what people are going to bet. If you make that a pick 'em, you know everyone right. just bets the Packers, and then all of a sudden yeah. they lose tons of money. Right. Like it's like the it's like the Patriots lines this year. They keep getting these jacked up lines. Except this week, bet the Patriots. Yeah. Because Easy. everyone's going to bet on them. So, like, that's where that line comes in. This week makes no sense to me. I understand plus three against the Packers. I understand why they did it. I liked it. But this week, like, five and a half? Like, that's got to be higher. It should be higher. The Panthers are really good. They're eight no guys. They're probably going to be NFC champions. Some time to give them some respect. I'm taking the Panthers. Are we going to yeah. do this every week? Didn't we did this last week. We were just like, guys, Panthers are fucking good. Yeah, we <laughs> and here no, we are again. Here we are again. We're convincing guys, ourselves, man. right? They're really good, right? Yeah. I mean, you watch them. It's like, wow, Cam Newton. No, wait, wait, for the pl- wait for the playoff breakdown. Yeah, I knew it. I knew it. These Panthers, <laughs> these Panthers just I, didn't have it. <laughs> and I, I'm not, I would, you know what? I'm going to, I don't want to bet on the Titans, so I'm going to lay off this game. I'm, yeah, I'm staying away. I bet my five games. All right, fair enough. No, 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 he doesn't have to. Sean picked his games. I, know, I picked right. my games. Man. I didn't know Sean uh, no, runs I'm away a... from a fight. You know. Hey man, sometimes <laughs> I go months without betting. When I make a bet, I bet it all and I win. <laughs> okay. All right, That's so. how you bet, Kyle. You don't just throw your, <laughs> you don't just throw your nickels and dimes on any little Susie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You bet uh, like a man. You bet right. Yeah, I'm laying off. Yeah, that too. I, my my two bets this week that I started off with right away. I bought <laughs> the. Uh, you know, I'll talk about that game in a minute. But the one I put in a hundred bucks on the Patriots like, almost immediately. So I was seven. I was like, <laughs> oh, 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 quick. No. Uh, and uh, we are gonna put a hold on the football for a little bit and get into a little MV Porzingis talk. Oh, <laughs> finally! I was uh, doing it. Kyle, right. Kyle, now let Kyle start this one off since uh, Sean got his Wally out to start. Just oh, go. God. Poor Zingas. Where, let, let me just start with his part 36. Ooh. This doesn't include... All right. So last night, everyone saw the posterification. Once again, he seems to have one of these plays every game. Who is this guy, like, man? Holy shit. He just comes out of nowhere to slam the ball down in the middle of like five people. Here's his per 36 numbers. Uh, this doesn't include last night, but still. He's averaging 18 points, 12 rebounds, two blocks, and two steals. Per 36. It's not even his per 48. Per 36 minutes. These are his first seven games. He's 20 years old. His legs are like the size of my wrist. It, it doesn't make any sense. Hey, it's. <laughs> I never thought we were going to see anything like this on the Knicks. You know, I no. thought Patrick Ewing retired. My life's over. The Knicks are never going to be good again. 
and they're just gonna keep stumbling through through fake, you know, profit after fake profit like Carmelo. <laughs> we had yeah false profit. Now Melo, yeah. let's talk Melo because Melo had a good second quarter list. No, Melo's not even. I've false seen a lot profit. of good second quarters from Carmelo. Okay. I don't yeah, need right. a good second quarter. I'm oh. still not, you know, well, Melo, it was something to watch. You know, I don't understand it. We were watching football this weekend. I don't understand how someone can catch the ball with two feet in the most awkward position you can imagine and it. keep the ball in, and Melo can step out of bounds not dribbling the ball. <laughs> how the fuck do you do that? Dude, he panicked like like he was a grade <coughs> schooler there. Like, I, I couldn't believe it, man. How How is that possible? Yeah. Come on, Anthony. But, let, you know, Porzingis, Porzingis is going to be something amazing. I would love to see what the odds are that he wins an MVP within five years because I'm convinced that's going to happen. Oh, let's bet on that. <laughs> let's bet on that. He's yeah. already a Hall of Famer in my eyes. I mean, it's just, he's on that trajectory. And, you know, you're starting to see, what you're starting to see with the Knicks is something I don't think we've ever seen in our lives, which is the slow accumulation of talent to – Contend for a championship, but we don't have a pick next year. That's where it comes. Well, that, you know, it's that, like that's. that's, that's, that's I'm, not, I'm not trying to be you that guy. I'm not trying to be that guy. That's that's okay because fucking we're getting rid of some contracts next year. We, we can always lose Melo for something, I would imagine. And you know, you got Grant. There's a lot of people coming up for free agency next year. The salary cap goes up so much because of the new TV deals. I you, look. Here's the thing. Absolutely. You like you like Galloway as like a seventh guy. Yeah, contender. off the bench. Galloway's Absolutely. leading the NBA right now in three-point percentage. I like how he plays. Tough off the bench. Yeah. He's really, he plays both ways. Yeah. He, he can, there, he can knock player, shots. He can knock down shots. that I can see as part of the future, and I don't remember the last time I could say that. Yeah. Well, last time we could say that before was you before traded for Melo. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. This, this team has kind of that fun. Like the Knicks, the Knicks teams. Okay, they got Carmelo. Then they had two seasons where it was Carmelo and Amore. They really weren't that fun to watch because it was like, all right, two yeah, guys can score. Not a lot of good role players. They're gonna lose in the first round. Then they had the one fun season with Carmelo and Jason. And that Kidd. was that was fun because of Tyson Chandler oh, just developing thing. a pick and roll game yeah. that was out of this yeah. world. And they and they moved the ball because Jason Kidd and Pablo Prigioni. You know, preach ball movement to everyone. It's pretty small. No, I, yeah, I'm all in on the Knicks. I, once this podcast is oh, over, man. I bet you're going to turn on TV. Knicks are up by 20. I'm, uh, <laughs> That's funny because I'm checking the Knicks score right now. <laughs> he, oh, man. He, there, was, the there, there was some uh, wild stats. Uh, Did you see a stat last night, Kyle, about Przingis? What? And, like, only t- two other rookies since 1985 have had through seven oh, games. Oh, I went and did my laundry after they said this. Who was it? I picked, it was, um, I, uh, just tell me. You, you're going to love the company. Patrick Ewing and David Robinson oh, were the other man. two guys. Oh. With like eighty points or like a lot of like a lot of rebounds, a lot of blocks, a lot of steals over seven games. And it was two other guys, not even Anthony Davis. Yeah. Not LeBron, not Kevin here's, Durant. Here, and here's another thing. This guy, like what he was supposed to do well coming out of the draft, which you knew he would do well immediately, was shoot the ball. And he really hasn't shot that bad. Well. He's not shooting well right now. No, he's, he's doing not. everything else. I mean, he's getting the ball. He's blocking shots. He's just slamming shit down yeah. on folks. He's tough. Yeah, he's a tough. Wait till he gains. Bead. Wait till he gains fifty pounds. You know, he's, a tough, he's like built like a toothbrush, and he's pushing <laughs> guys around, man. Now you he's, saw that. You saw that on the rebound that he missed uh, uh, after the free throw at the end of towards the end of the game last night when he just got there was three guys around him. He got his hands on the ball, but he got muscled out. Yeah. Those things, those plays over time as he gains more weight and gets stronger, those are going to disappear. I'm excited. You know, what else could you say? We, we don't have to just gush over Porzingis all night. But we I mean, we could. Time. We could. Yeah, we could. You know, we could also bring up the other the other New York team. <laughs> I, I, think, I think the Brooklyn Nets are going to win less games than the Knicks won last year. Because I, I, I tune into their games just 
I want to I want to see the other teams, the other local team. They're awful. They, yeah, they have they're so bad. Go- they're about to trade uh, Joe Johnson. Oh, right? Joe Johnson's just a shell of his former well, self. Oh my God, Joe Johnson's corpse right. is take, out take there. Take Joe man. Johnson's corpse and replace it with Christ only knows, <laughs> like. Chief Van Horn's yeah. corpse, which is who they're going to get. Nets fans are going to listen to this and go, "No, no, we got Brook Lopez. We can't." They won. They won twelve games with Brook Lopez as their best player in 2010. So yeah. th- don't tell me it can't happen with Brook Lopez out there. <laughs> they, I see them win 16 games this year. I'm going to get a lot of crap if they win like 25, but 16 games this oh, year. Yeah, they're terrible. Yeah, uh, just it makes me sick that the Celtics have that pick. It's so bad. And the Sixers are tanking again. They that, that pick <laughs> might be like as valuable as Kristaps Porzingis right now. Like, <laughs> like I bet teams over the NBA are doing whatever they can to try to get that pick. Yeah. Oh god, it's nuts. All right. Um, Apollo came back tonight, so we'll probably get into him next week. His big impact. Grant yeah. looked, gir- looks good, good early he in the start. He fits in. He's game. not Sasha Vujicic, so he fits in perfectly. <laughs> Perfect fit. Exactly what we needed, Nanan Sasha. Is that like a foofy name for like a dog? Like some like rich lady would name their dog Sasha. Sasha, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not an NBA shooting guard name. Guys, my sister's name is Sasha. No, it's not. That was a good comeback. No, it's not. Kyle, let's go to the odds makers. Bah, 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 bah. Good sound effects. Um, okay, so I'm, I want you guys to set odds on something. What are the odds in NFL team? Currently, I believe there are three. Yeah, going undefeated. What would you yeah. set the odds at? I, I'd give it. Mm, I'd give it about like. What I really I don't know. I give it like ten percent. Fifteen. Just because I want to go. You gotta high. figure. You gotta figure the. <laughs> you gotta figure the Pats are the only ones with a real shot, right? Yeah, there was a stat today. It's like the Pats are at six point nine percent. Bengals are two point seven percent, and the Panthers are two point two. The Panthers getting even more or less respect. <laughs> I wonder who they play that they have left that they don't think they win, but. uh that's the odds for those teams to do it. So, really, I think the odds should be at, like, 5% for it to happen. Yeah, who do the Panthers uh, play? Because no one in their division is beating them. Yeah, like oh, Atlanta yeah. Now. Atlanta looks like they... Atlanta is the early. worst. I cannot... Oh, God, that was nauseating. Looking at my two parlays, it'd be like, just have Atlanta left to win. This will be yeah, easy. Kick a, kick a field goal. Oh, my Down God. He kicked on the fourth and goal. Oh, my God. That is the most – that may be the worst coaching decision. That's probably the worst. Not made by Ken Wisenhunt this season. <laughs> that's the worst coaching decision. Oh, God, that's so bad. That's like – You like, had two timeouts left, too. It's yeah. not even like they had full – I mean, granted, no, it, it, no, you, you, not, you can no. have ten timeouts. No. It's not worth it. Yeah. <laughs> that's like being the equivalent of being a, a grade school teacher and, like, you're doing this normal lesson plan. It's, like, 40 minutes in. And all of a sudden, you take off your pants and like wave your whatever around in front of the kids. It's like, why? Why are you kicking? Why are you kicking a field goal with two, three minutes? Sean, what metaphor was that? <laughs> <laughs> why are you kicking a field goal down? What are they down? Dude, what school did you go to? <laughs> well, whenever they did that, we said, "Oh my God, why didn't you just? Why did you kick the field goal?" That's uh, bad coaching. Man, the Panthers might go undefeated. It's like you're doing everything normal. It's like, all right, they're in the Yeah, game. man. What is, why what is the, the, the Panthers' remaining schedule? Guys that see this. All right, so they're at Titans, which they're going to win. We already told you, Kyle. Uh, at Redskins. Oh, no, sorry. Home for the Redskins. At Cowboys. At Saints. Home for the Falcons, who suck. At the Giants. Maybe the Giants are making a push there. That's maybe a losable game. I don't necessarily think so. At, at this juncture, I say no. At the Falcons, Falcons, you fucking suck. Blaine Gabbert? Blaine, you couldn't <laughs> beat Blaine Gabbert. 
and then versus uh, home <laughs> against the Bucks to end the season. Which who knows what the Bucks look like at that point. Uh, yeah, well, Winston looks good. Bucks probably won't be good. But no, yeah, they probably won't. Be. What? No, no, that's, uh, that's an easy schedule. All right, guys. Uh, so now we're we're at Bry's lock of the week. Bry's lock of the week. <laughs> uh, the game we probably should have just started right off the bat with. You need to put everything you own on the Bengals this week. How is this game not two touchdowns? It started at 11. It's at 10.5 right now. Who the fuck is betting on the Texans? Bengals at home against the Texans. They just beat the Browns by double digits. Why are the Texans not... Like, what? Like, how is that possible? The Texans are terrible. They have nothing going for them. The one thing they do have is they have two pass rushers. Guess what? The Bengals line looks the best it's looked in fucking my lifetime. How is this game... I mean, I guess I understand, like, the double digits. It's still at double digits. But take the Bengals this week... Bengals are fucking insane this year. They're not going to be going defeated because I don't think they beat the Broncos because the Broncos would probably decide to play a decent game of football again. Uh, Bengals 7-0 against the spread. Houston, since 1993, 1-7. What? 7-0 against the spread. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's impressive. The Bengals. game. Wow. But it's also because some of those spreads should have been higher when they didn't believe in the team yet. If, if, if everyone believed in the Bengals like they did in the Patriots, I bet you they're not 7-0 against the spread. Yeah. Right. But uh, if everyone believes in them, like they could believe against the Panthers, they might be 12 and 0 against the yeah. spread. Um, seven games. All right. Uh, so yeah, that's my bet. You have to put money in the Bengals. Put them in every single parlay you do. Put I'm, them in anything you do. I'm sold. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you gotta. Uh, and then we're uh, gonna finish up with Kyle's existential crisis of the week. Oh, Kyle's existential <laughs> crisis of the week. Help me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so um, I was walking home from <laughs> a. I love that we ended this way, and we're gonna do it every week. I was walking home from a, a costume party at like two a.m. Um, <laughs> I got off the subway. I was in my Cersei Lannister costume, and I was walking through the, the streets of Queens, and it was just completely empty and desolate. Like the streets were lined with, you know, bags of garbage, and there was like you know beer bottles on the ground. There's signs that human beings have been there, but there were no human beings there. And I realize that this is applicable to modern life because there are signs of humanity here. <laughs> but, but there aren't... You, there, you just cannot find humanity. It's nowhere to be found. It disappears very slowly behind screens. It disappears behind these filters that we're slowly building between ourselves. And eventually, all of existence will just be walking through the desolate streets of Queens with signs of humanity but no humans to defend. Okay, so I'm taking Bengals, Bills... <laughs> Yeah, Arizona Raiders. I'm actually going to bet on Tampa, but we didn't talk about it. They're only one point. You got to do it. And I don't even remember who else I picked. Uh, Raiders, right, Arizona, Bills. Kyle oh yeah, the me. fucking. Did I take the Chiefs? Oh, I took the Chiefs. Oh man, I'm questioning and the Pats, everything. The Pats bet everything. Sean, Sean, just don't be. <laughs> I'm freaking out. Kyle, who did you take this week? Does it matter? <laughs> The defeatist. <laughs> I I took uh, well I didn't take suicide this week, guys. So that. No more suicide pulls. <laughs> suicide currently a slight underdog. Yeah, against yeah. living Kyle. up my life in misery. Minus three fifty on Kyle to kill yeah, himself yeah. by the end of the week. So Pats, Seahawks, Raiders, Bills, and uh, Chiefs. Those are the picks. All right, my picks. I'm going kind with uh, Raw. <laughs> I'm going with uh, <laughs> that. was so weird. <laughs> All right, that could be a weekly segment. 
What's happening? <laughs> I'm going with um, a Picket Giants getting seven. At Kyle's existential crisis of the week. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Wait, let me finish. People yeah. need this. People yeah. need to win money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do they need it? The <laughs> what does money mean? <laughs> um, I am picking the Cardinals getting three against the Seahawks. They're at Seahawks. I'm taking the Raiders getting three at home. I'm taking the Jets down two and a half at home, and I'm taking the Chiefs, oh God, why, uh, against the Broncos. They are away, and they're getting six. Maybe you're taking the Chiefs because it doesn't even matter. It really doesn't if you think about it. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Thank you. Bye. Kyle, <laughs> Ka- Ka- say goodbye. Oh, bye. Does it matter? Does it matter? <laughs> <laughs> that was rude. That was kind of rude. Uh, I